You're listening to The Uppercase Life, where we recognize that moments are precious because time is finite. And I'm your host, Joseph Brewster. When I was young, I worked retail for a short period of time in my teen years, and I enjoyed what I did for the most part. But every year, there was a time that came around that no one in the store enjoyed. It was inventory time. And if you've never worked retail, maybe you don't know the craziness, which is inventory time. Of course, throughout the year, there were multiple different ways of keeping inventory of the things we had in the store, but there was a particular inventory week that we went through every year in which the store closed early and the workers stayed late and all we did almost from morning till night, was walk around with little handheld scanners and take inventory of what was actually in the store. From the managers down to the workers, we all dreaded the inventory time, partly because it was exhausting, but also because it didn't seem like an activity that really generated any income. And I was a salesperson at this store, so I worked on commission, and inventorying items didn't pay me any bonuses. And yet, it is a critical part of business. Every store does it, and from time to time, I'll walk through a store and see someone going around with one of those little digital scanners, and I know exactly what they're doing. They're taking inventory. Why? Because if you don't know what you have, you don't know how to place orders for more things, move stock around, adjust your pricing, or evaluate potential loss and possibly even theft. And to a certain extent, this is something we should be doing in every part of our life. If we're not taking inventory from time to time, we don't know what we have or how we're spending it. I hear statements like, I don't have time, or my week is packed, or... If I get a minute, I will do this, or maybe there will be time next Monday. I hear these statements all the time, and we talk about time as if we have this visual chart in our head. And most of the time, we talk like our chart is full of work and responsibilities, but is it really? I think most of us honestly have very little understanding of how we use our time, even as we're trying to improve our usage. And this was really a revelation for me the first time I dedicated a week to quantifying my time use. And it's something I now do on an annual basis, and I highly recommend it. However, I very rarely run into other people who do this. So I would say if you will take the tips I'm about to give you and implement them, you will be well ahead of most of society. And I'm just going to warn you, some people are going to see what you're doing and think that you are completely mental for it. However, it will change the way you use your time. So almost a decade ago, I was starting up a company. I was doing a lot of new things and I was trying to make sure I was using my time well. I was fairly good at calendaring I was actually teaching some workshops at the time on how to schedule, and I felt confident about my ability to use my time well. But what I wasn't confident about is exactly where and how all this time was getting spent. So I decided that I would quantify a week. I decided I would track everything I would do down to the second for a solid week, seven days, 24 hours a day, and see what sort of numbers that resulted from this experiment. 
So I downloaded an app, which I've used now for a long time, called a time logger and it's now on version two so if you look it up in the app store it's called a time logger 2 and i set up a series of categories for the kinds of activities i thought that i would need to track now my first adventure doing this i was woefully underprepared for the amount of categories i actually needed to track given the things that i do throughout my day so I probably set up five or six categories and then ended up at the end of my experiment with something more like 20. And I'll talk to you about those in a minute. But first, let's talk about the general method that I use and why. Tracking time for business purposes for something like client projects or for work tasks wasn't new to me. I had used some tools like Toggle and some online trackers to just make sure that I was keeping track of how long I was spending on particular projects for work. But personal time tracking was not something I'd ever done. And the tracking I'm going to talk about today is primarily based around personal time. So I had a category for work in my time tracking, but it was a single category. So I chose not to track individual projects or specifics about the kind of work I was doing because that is a different type of time tracking and I felt like that wasn't the heart of what I was trying to understand about my daily time usage. My goal really was to evaluate how I was using my time holistically on a daily basis. And quite frankly, I had no idea what I was going to do with this data. I was just curious to see what it would look like. But having done it for years now, I'm going to tell you that here are three reasons why I believe it is super important for you to do and will revolutionize the way that you look at and think about your time. First of all, it's a reality check. We generally have a poor sense of time passing, and we're not always good at estimating how long we spend on any particular thing. You know, we joke about time flying when you're having fun, but that's actually a pretty accurate analogy. Depending on what you feel like about the way you're spending your time, it feels like it's going faster or slower. So that someone who is out fishing, who really enjoys fishing, could be fishing for a couple of hours and it doesn't feel like that long. But someone who is doing taxes and hates taxes could be doing taxes for 10 minutes and probably feel more fatigued over the use of their time than the fishermen did in two hours because our perception of time is skewed by what it is we're doing and how we feel about it. So logging your time creates a reality check and shows you actually how much time you spent, not just emotionally how much time it feels like you spent. And then secondly, it provides a value check. It tells you how you're investing your time into the things that you care about or don't care about, or maybe just investing your time unknowingly into things you hadn't even considered. And I think it's safe to assume that if you're listening to content like this, you do have values. You have things you want to accomplish, you have some ambitions, and you have some goals and dreams that probably keep you up at night sometimes. So are you aligning your time usage with your values? And then the third benefit that I found was that it heightened my mindfulness. I will tell you this, in the first day that you start doing this, you will change your habits. Before you even get to the end and see all the data, 
you will change your habits because when you have to click a button and track every second of your day, you're going to think twice about how you actually want to spend that time because you're being forced to give an accountability for it. So that heightened mindfulness really makes us think differently about our time even before we know how we're spending it. So let's talk about how to do it. So using the app, a time logger, what I did was set up a series of categories and you can do this two ways. You can do it a simple or a complex way. I recommend on your first go round, use the simple method. And by simple, I mean only track one primary activity at a time. This means you choose the activity you think is the primary activity, even if you might be doing multiple things at once and you only track this activity. This is just going to make it a little simpler when you first start doing this. However, I find it really rewarding to do a more complex method. And this is what I've moved to now. And that is tracking more than one simultaneous activity. Because here's the deal. I don't just do one thing at a time. When I'm driving in the car, for example, I consider this time I'm spending in transit. I also consider it time I'm spending listening to podcasts, which might align with my goals and values for the day, and I might be learning something new. So I really want to be able to track how much time I'm spending on both of those activities. So I tend to track multiple activities simultaneously. However, for your first time, I really recommend just using the simple method, track one thing at a time, and then create categories that you want to track, not just things that you like to track, but things that you know you'll be doing. Here are a few of the categories that I put into my tracker, and these will vary depending on your lifestyle. Some of the basic ones, though, might be work, social time with friends, personal hygiene. Yes, I tracked the length of time I brushed my teeth. Why? Because I do it every day, and I was curious how long that takes. Family time, exercise, meditation, spiritual time, transit, driving in the car, shopping, and time on social media. I also tracked things like time I considered romantic with my wife, time that I considered creativity for me to just be making things, and then time I considered curiosity when I just wanted to look things up because I was curious. I tracked eating, I tracked video games, I tracked housework, I tracked time that I was giving to other people and donating and a few other categories, but that will give you the basic idea. The important thing is that no matter what you're doing, it should be trackable. So even if you're just sitting on the couch and chilling, what are you actually doing? Make sure you can track that time. So if you are binging Netflix, make that a category. That way you can track how long you're going to spend doing that. Time each activity in your daily log. And you're going to have to commit to this experiment. The first day you do it, or maybe two days, is going to be really hard to remember that you are tracking your time. But you'll get used to it after a little bit, and you'll realize that whenever you're switching from one task to the next, you need to make sure that you note that in your time log. Do this daily for at least a week. I did two weeks on my first run, but I found that a lot of people had difficulty keeping it up over a week on their first attempt. So make sure that you do it for at least a week to get a full cycle of seven days and the time that you're using over the course of those days. And then collect your data and review it. 
When you look at the way that you spent your time over the course of those seven days, ask yourself a few questions. First, ask, how is this aligning with my values? My values are things I say that I care about, so I want to make sure that my time usage reflects that prioritization. And then ask, where should I spend more time? Maybe when you look at this data, you realize that there are some areas lacking in your life that you're not investing the proper time in. And conversely, where should I be spending less time? I found for myself that when I did this experiment, there were a few things I didn't realize. First of all, which is something that shouldn't have been surprising, but it was, I had no idea how long I slept every week. And I don't think of myself as somebody who sleeps an extraordinary amount of time, but looking at the time that I was asleep was a staggering number to me. And then also, the time that I was spending in transit was a big eye-opener. I live in a metro area, and so I knew that I spent time in the car, but I didn't realize how much time I spent in the car. And when I saw that, it really inspired me to be a little more intentional with what I could do with that time in the car so that I could be accomplishing something that aligned with my values while I was in transit. So there might be areas where you need to spend more time. There might be areas where you need to spend less. But overall, what you want to do is see how your time is aligning with the things that you want to accomplish in life. And I think that you'll find that even before you look at the data, just having to give accountability for the way that you're spending the minutes in your day is going to change the way you spend them. I understand that this may seem like a daunting experiment. But trust me when I say that if you do this, you will never forget it. It will be an eye-opening experience. It will change the way you see your time and it will change the way you spend your time even if you don't know what to do with the data right now. And if you feel like this is something you'd like to try, but you have questions or you're struggling with how to get started, feel free to reach out to me at the uppercase life at gmail.com and I'd be happy to answer any of your questions and give you some encouragement along the way. And until next time, live like those minutes matter.